Hello everyone and welcome to our new episode of the White Tail Podcast. Yung totoo lang. Um, this is uh, a new episode on community radio in Laguna. Um, we are on our full hour of a time slot from 7pm to 8pm on Mondays with replays on Thursdays on radio. And of course you can listen to the White Tail Podcast anytime on Spotify and other platforms. I'm your host, Tara Kismundo. I'm a journalist from the Philippines. Thanks for joining us in this show that wages a battle against fake news and disinformation. On tonight's episode, I just wanted to share with everybody um, messages that I recorded for a virtual graduation in Laguna. Um, of course, most schools ngayon are holding virtual graduations Um, because of the pandemic still. So, wala pang uh, mga physical graduations uh, mostly across the country. And um, um, I was invited, um, and, and it was my honor, of course, to be invited to um, give a message to the uh, moving up um, classes and um, graduating classes um, in Union College, uh, which is my alma mater. That's where... I took my elementary and high school um, in Santa Cruz, Laguna, of course. I'm sure many of you have heard of this school. I spent 10 years there and that was, um, you know, this, that was where I built my foundation um, in terms of academics and, of course, my other skills, um, as you would, you know, later hear in, in my speeches. So they asked me to deliver a speech for the moving up classes for the third grade um, senior high I think um, and then an, and then another for you know the graduating classes in college and uh, for grad school so I thought that I would share with you tonight those messages that I shared with them because I talked about some lessons that I have learned over Um, you know, my adulting life, um, the way that I have built my career, um, you know, not to be bayabang about it, but it's just, you know, I think that there are lessons that I've learned throughout life from the time that I started working, which was 18 years ago. I can't believe it. Like from 2003, from graduation, I started working at 20 years old and now I am, you know, like fully sufficient fully independent and I'm really you know I'm really proud of of being able to do that um, especially this time of the pandemic um, when I'm far from my family uh, the way that I've been coping it's just um, you know there are hard times but I'm really happy that I've been able to be productive and stay healthy despite the difficulties and um, I just wanted to share with everyone um, this message and I hope that you indulge me Um, I, I just wanted, to, uh, um, you know, uh, the, the message to reach more more um, people through this program. And of course, I got the um, permission of my, you know, the, the school for me to share this with everybody. Because of course, they, this was supposed to be, you know, it was recorded for their program, for, for their proceedings, for their ceremonies these past two weeks so the first one that i'm gonna share with you um is my message for the moving up classes and the um elementary and high school graduates so so here we go um just um just, i just i just wanted to um again to to share with everybody this message so here we go
to the school president, Dr. Raimundo Reyes, to the COO, Dr. Chancel Tapangan, to the Director of Student Affairs, Alumni and Placement Services, Mampoli Adorada, who invited me to this event, to Dr. Lito Noronha, of course, the Dean of the Graduate School, to Dr. Monalisa Dabao, Dean of the School of Professional Studies, to Dr. Rogelio Caluza, Dean of the School of Arts, Sciences, and Education Studies, to Mr. John Carlos Alvarez, the Administrator of the School of Integrated Preparatory Studies, of course, to the graduating classes from basic education, undergraduate, and the graduate level, to all students marking milestones in their moving up ceremonies today, to all proud parents, guardians, and relatives, and to friends and other guests, everyone at home who's watching these virtual graduation ceremonies, it's a great day to be here with you. I am honored to, to be speaking from my little corner uh, in, my, in my house here. Um, uh, na ginawa kong um, office setup dito sa bahay because I've been working from home since last year. It's been one of the biggest changes because of the pandemic. Of course, we're all living in the new normal. And um, it's one of the major adjustments that many workers and students have had to, to you know, um, cope with. Dahil ang mga pag-aaral is online na, ang pagtatrabaho, karamihan, puro online. So, it's one of the biggest um, changes in our lives. Our our lives have been upended by the pandemic. But I am hoping I'm hoping that I uh, as I deliver this um, address to to you today that you are all safe. Uh, your loved ones and your friends are safe from the virus. And I believe na konti na lang because uh, there have been many um, vaccinations na. I've had my first dose and um, malapit na tayo makaraos dito sa pandemia. It has been over 20 years since I graduated from Union College. I know this doesn't seem obvious. I would like to think so. It certainly doesn't feel like it. Marami pa akong mga memories uh, dito sa Union College. My final year in UCIPS, yes, UCIPS pa yung tawag sa kanya noon, was in 1999, my high school graduation. And then I headed off to UP Diliman to get my degree in journalism. So I had spent a total of 10 years of my life in Union College, elementary and high school. These were my formative years this is this is a place where i made lifelong friends this is a place that laid the foundation of my life and my career i owe this institution a lot not just for the academic achievement um, which has led to many opportunities but also for encouraging me to be confident in showing my talent hindi ko malimutan yung many times na pinakanta ako dito sa mga school programs like something like this one i would have been you know if i were still a student i would have been one of those um, performers na mga ganyan so um it was part of my training uh, ng kumpiyansa sa sarili at pakikitungo sa kapwa Kung babalikan ang panahon na nandito ako sa Union College, ibang-iba na siya sa ngayon. At the time, wala pang smartphones, hindi pa uso ang Google. Instead, ang kailangan mo for research at pag-aaral ay Google. As in, gugoogle ka ng maraming oras at syaga sa library para mahanap ang materials para sa paper mo. 
Inabot ko rin ang typing lesson sa literal na typewriter. And because of that, ngayon, I can touch type with speed while breaking stories. Back then, we were still learning the basics of the computer. Floppy disks pa noon. Wala pa yung mga thumb drive, thumb drive. At saka, ang mahal pa mag-rent ng computer sa mga shops sa paligid kasi wala pa naman kaming mga sari-sariling computer noon. So, ingrained in schooling back then, is resourcefulness. It is a practical skill that everybody needs in life. Wala pa rin masyadong maraming distractions. Wala pang ML, hindi pa uso yung attack-attack. Wala pang mobile games, social networking, hindi pa uso ang pa-selfie-selfie. Dati, kung gusto namin ng mga pa-cute-cute na mga group photos or solo photos, pupunta kami dun sa Ellie Studio. Magpapapicture kami kay Mang Ellie. At meron pang literal na printout ng picture. So, nakakatawa rin ang mga souvenir yung mga Indeed, so many things have changed since the time I stepped out of the halls of Union College until now. Ngayon, most everything we need, we can do through the device in the palm of our hands, ang ating mga phone. Kung kailangan natin ng groceries, di ba magta-tap-tap lang tayo and order. Kung gusto nating morder ng pagkain, tap-tap na lang din sa mga food panda, ganyan sa grab food. If you need to pay bills, andyan ang GCash, tap-tap ka lang and pay. If you need to check the news, syempre punta ka lang sa, sa website, sa ABS-CBN uh, news website at makikita mo na ang mga latest na mga balita. If you want to keep in touch with friends and family, here and overseas, konting clicks lang, meron ka ng free audio or video call. So they say it's the generation of instant gratification. The advancement in technology over the past two decades has taken civilization to new heights and paradoxically even to new lows. Much has been said about the millennials and the Gen Z, itong dalawang generation spanning our graduating classes in this batch and yung mga nasa moving up classes. You would hear comments na ang mga millennial at Gen Z, di ba? Yan sila mga entitled. Some say they are self-centered or unmotivated. Some say madali silang magsawa sa trabaho or madaling ma-frustrate sa pag-aaral. Nagpapalit ng trabaho ng mas mabilis or nawawala ng interes sa ginagawa nila sa school. So, kung meron mang ganitong prevailing na reputation or stereotype for these generations, your generation, I really believe that these traits are not generational. One's character, after all, is determined ultimately by the individual. Kahit na influence ito ng environment or how one is nurtured in school or at home. Siguro narinig nyo na yung mga ganitong comments, but do not take them to heart. Do not put yourself in this box. Instead, break out of it. I'd like to offer you some tools na nasa aking adulting toolbox na naipon ko na sa mga years of adulting na living in the city and um, nagsasariling sikap, di ba, in my career to build my career and build my life. So, these are some of the most important lessons that I've come to learn in my years living as a self-sufficient older millennial in the city. And I hope na because we're living in the new normal and we're facing even new challenges, makatulong ito sa inyong journey through school and through life. So, number one, practice self-discipline. Your parents may try to discipline you. Your teachers may also try to discipline you. But ultimately, how you stick to your routine, what time you wake up in the morning, kung ibibit mo ba yung deadline mo, or if you follow mo ang health protocols or traffic rules, or kung itatapon mo ba yung iyong peraso ng basura sa trash bin or sa kalye, 
All of these are up to you. Self-discipline is self-accountability. This is a practice you must maintain on your own free will. You can never be forced by anyone else. This is very important, especially in this pandemic when ang mga klase ay online na. Wala na si teacher na nakabantay, di ba, na nakatutok sa'yo habang nasa school, habang nag exam So, unlike sa classroom noon na meron tayo ring mga bantay or proctor, hindi rin naman pwedeng si nanay or tatay or tita or ate ay lagi nakabantay. So it takes every student's self-discipline to stay on track in schoolwork kahit remotely at hindi nakikita ni teacher. Dito rin po mapasok ang integrity. Doing the right thing even when no one is looking. This is a virtue that has taken on new meaning and even greater importance dahil sa pandemic. Number two, keep in mind that not everything is instant. Good things take time and patience. One of the most prevalent reviews about late millennials and Gen Z is that they tend to want instant promotions, instant pay hikes, or an instantly better life. Kasi sanay na sanay sila sa instant. Yun ng konting pindut-pindut lang, ayan na. So they resort to shortcuts, yun ang sinasabi. But despite the passing of time, despite technological progress, one virtue that proves to be timeless is perseverance. If you work hard for what you want to accomplish, you will get it. Not everyone, tandaan yun, not everyone can be an overnight sensation online. Viral stardom is but fleeting. So set your goals, embrace yourself for the long haul. The ladder may be long, but it is easier to climb when the steps are closer to each other instead of fewer but with farther gaps. Ibig sabihin, mas mahirap umakit sa hagdan na kaunti nga ang baitang pero mas magkakalayo kaysa sa hagdan na marami man ang hakbang ay magkakalapit naman ang mga baitang. Mas maganda ang one step at a time. May mga bagay na sadyang pinagpapawisan. Kaya huwag agad mag-give up kung hindi natutupad ang mga plano o pangarap matapos lang ang ilang buwan. Ang katuparan ng pangarap may take years and even decades. Everything that's meant for you will happen in God's time. Number three, don't be afraid to fail. Failure has such negative connotations. Sinasabi nila na pag hindi mo nagawa yung dapat mong gawin, ay napakamali na nun. But failure is not entirely bad. Yes, it could hurt when you get, don't get the job, when you don't get the award, when you don't get the promotion. But you know what? That is just redirecting you to what is meant for you. Use failure as a fuel for you to do better. Use it as your motivation to the next step up that ladder. Marami na ako sa, mga, sa, sa buhay ko, sa career ko, even in my personal life, na mga failure, pero ginamit ko yon na stepping stone para mag-improve. Tignan ko, ano ba yung pwede ko pang nagawang mas mabuti o mas maganda o mas tama. And then the next time or the next time or the next time, ma-achieve mo na yung intended, intended mo na effect at magsasucceed ka na. So setbacks are lessons. Learn from them and see what you can improve. With every failure, you grow. 
Number four, discomfort is a teacher. Like failure, this other thing has such a bad reputation. Itong discomfort. Many go through life just staying in their comfort zone. But as many YouTube philosophers would say, there is no growth in the comfort zone. You cannot elevate yourself if you're not willing to run the extra mile, to spend that extra hour, to perfect your craft, to break that extra sweat to finish a project. Because there is, you know, meron akong pinapakinggan everyday na motivational speaker, si Eddie Pinero, who I listen to in the morning when I run. His words just keep me going and make me constantly challenge myself. Sinasabi ko sa sarili ko, sige, extra minute pa or I'll do a faster run, another five minutes. And with his words, nakakatulong talaga to, to motivate me to, to go get it. One of his lines that um, I always remember, kahit na wala na ako sa treadmill, not running anymore, is that um, if convenience were the standard, everything else will be unfair. And it makes a lot of sense. If we're all concerned about what is convenient for us, none of us will persevere to make our dreams come true. And we will always begrudge others for faring better than us. Number five, comparison is toxic. Let us redefine what competitive means. Instead of competing with others, bakit ang hindi natin i-compete ay yung present self natin at yung potential or future self natin, di ba? I've tried this out many times sa mga different projects and it truly works. Only be in competition with yourself and strive to outdo the person na nasa mirror every day. This is the better way to go in life rather than competing with others and wallowing in disappointment kapag naiiwanan ka or natatalo ka nung kinakalaban mo. A healthier way to challenge yourself is self-competition, not outside comparison. Be assured by the thought that we all have different paths. May iba-iba tayong biyahe sa buhay. No two people take the exact same route. So, why compete with others? Hindi ba? Hindi siya healthy. Number six, when you get exhausted, rest. Don't quit. This circles back to my point earlier on that popular commentary about entitled millennials and the Gen Z kids. That you guys, you easily give up. Perseverance is very important, but it doesn't mean naman na hindi ka na matutulog, hindi ba? Hindi rin naman healthy yun. Hindi rin, hindi rin maganda na dinideprive mo yung sarili mo ng pahinga para lang to make your dreams come true. Importante pa rin yung balance in life. And by being sensitive to your endurance at work and your tolerance for, you know, for labor, you will figure it out eventually. Ma-figure out mo rin kung ano yung balance mo. What is key is that when you get exhausted, take a break. Huwag kang mag-quit. Huwag ka rin umapot dun sa burnout level dahil lang sa nagpapakapagod ka araw-araw at hindi ka na nagpapahinga. You will join the workforce eventually, all of you. And there may be times that you will feel too exhausted or tired of your routine. Learn how to take a rest. Understand na talagang may ups and downs ang trabaho. May araw na motivated ka, may araw din na pagod na pagod ka, and you just give yourself a slack. Hindi, hindi naman pwedeng araw-araw para kang energizer, you know, bunny na going 100 miles per hour sa iyong trabaho. 
So, magpahinga ka, that's what vacation leaves are for. And do not just quit ng biglaan dahil lang may kinainesan ka, merong hindi nag-agree sa'yo, merong disappointment ka sa trabaho, you know, or first pang of frustration, tapos ka na. So, dito rin pumapasok ang pasensya. So, konting pasensya in your pursuits. And number seven, para sa akin, ito ang most important Have faith in the force that is bigger than yourself. Know that a bigger force than you, God, the universe, the higher power, is guiding your steps. This is the force that directs your life. Trust in it. Like I said earlier, in life, failure is inevitable. Disappointments will happen. Magkakaroon at magkakaroon ng crisis at problema. But these are all in the plan of the larger hand that directs your life. There have been moments like this sa buhay ko, sa career ko, sa personal life. And I have been blessed to recognize that these are happening not to me, but they are happening for me, for my benefit. That these are teachable moments and these are challenges I am meant to conquer. Through all these, I go to my favorite Bible verse for strength. Philippians 4.13 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It is a prayer. It is a meditation that works. Try speaking it to yourself kahit malakas in your moments of hardship and fear. It has been a lifesaver for me. Those of you who are going out to the labor force, you may be anxious or scared if there's something for you out there. After all, nasa pandemia tayo and the situation has dragged the economy to a recession. Unemployment is in record highs. But I hope that while the times may be grim, you, may, you hang on to your faith even harder. Trust in the skills you gain at Union College to take you where you are supposed to go. There is no singular blueprint to success. It is our own doing. We can only go as far as our self-discipline and perseverance, the willingness to fail and to be uncomfortable, the power to challenge ourselves to become better every day, and to keep the faith in a higher power no matter what life throws at us. So congratulations to the graduating class of 2021. I hope na may naibahagi ako na magiging useful sa inyo. I wish you all the best as you advance in life and in school. Sana po mag-ingat tayong lahat. Thank you everyone. And I hope next time na maimbitahan ako, it will be in person na. Namimiss ko na rin ng Union College. So magandang araw po sa inyong lahat and congratulations again sa inyo. Ayan po ang aking udang speech uh, for um, for Union College, which was um, for the um, I think it was streamed on June 30 for the uh, moving up ceremonies and then dun pa sa graduation ng elementary and high school. Ayan. So again, it was all about you know like the life tips that I wanted to share doon sa mga graduates um, yung mga natutunan ko while adulting um, and this uh, second message I wanted to share with you, is, it's a bit shorter but um, I, I hope that it's also as substantial but um, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a speech for the graduates ng college and grad school um, this is um, 
talking about you know how to go out into the world while in the pandemic while we are you know I, I zero in more on conquering the fear or concerns about when you go out mahigirap ang humanap ng trabaho may mga ganong uncertainty so I'm just trying to offer some um, um, tips and some um, I want to be want to call it wisdom but you know like what I've learned you know the lessons that I've learned like I said from from throughout my career throughout my life so here is I want to share with you my second message which was streamed I think um, yesterday must have been yesterday no 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 sorry Saturday July 10 yeah would have been saturday july 10 or yes but anyway here is i want to share with you again um another message that i recorded for the virtual graduation ceremonies of union college to the president uh, dr raymundo reyes uh, to the coo dr sean Seltapangan, to the director of student affairs alumni and placement services mom polly adorada to Dr. Lita Noronha, Dean of the Graduate School, to Dr. Panalisa Dabao, Dean of the School of Professional Studies, to Dr. Rogelio Caluza, Dean of the School of Arts, Sciences, and Education Studies, to our college graduates and those finishing grad school, to the proud parents, spouses, children, relatives, and friends, to everyone watching these virtual ceremonies at home, I greet you a beautiful day. We are in the middle of such trying times. There is no mincing words. The COVID-19 pandemic is relentless. We're 16 months into the crisis, and now we have the Delta variant, which is believed to be more contagious. Millions are still jobless. Unemployment rate is at 7.7% as of May this year. This is slightly lower than earlier in the year, but it still accounts for 3.73 million Filipinos. Our vaccine supply against the COVID-19 is still less than ideal, with the rate of vaccinations running slow to the year-end target. Thousands are still contracting the virus every day, and the pandemic has appended our school life and our home life. Our lives will never be the same. It is a dreadful way to start a graduation speech, I know, but this is reality, and I don't want to colorize it with fluff because I believe there is no better way to survive and thrive through difficult times, but, but, but by accepting it as it is, facing the truth and going head on. This is something I've learned throughout my life, my career, and this is what I wanna share with all of you today. They say Filipino resilience has been romanticized in disasters, through crises that we go through as a nation, many times over, we survive with our legendary smiling faces shining through. And some say this has been abused. The strength in our genes, our ability to overcome challenges have been used as an excuse to gloss over the shortcomings of those supposed to lead us through difficult times. The people we have elected to help ease our burdens. But while this may be true, I don't think any political shortcoming should muddle the striking truth that Filipinos are indeed resilient. Why am I pointing this out? 
because I know that despite the extraordinary circumstances we are living through in this pandemic, we will make it. You will make it. Every single one of you will make it. Resilience has become part of our society's lore from colonial times through war, through deadly typhoons, through a strongman regime, through the pandemic, we have survived, we have rebuilt, and we have prevailed. The circumstances we're in while in this pandemic may be scaring you. Questions like, how do I even begin to look for a job? Am I, do am I going to find a job? What if it takes too long to find a job? Or what if I don't find the job I want? Or what if I find a job, but I won't like it? Or maybe they won't like me. But my question is, why do we always proceed with fear? Why do we always precede our steps with fear? Why not choose to break through that fear? Fear is natural, of course. I'm not asking our graduates here to deny this human emotion. But what I hope to share with you is that we could coexist with our fear, we could befriend it, we could conquer it, and use it to catapult us into heights that we've never even imagined. I myself have gone through many moments of fear, especially over the past year, living alone here in my small apartment um, while under strict lockdown, working from home, unable to come home to my family in Laguna or see my friends. It's a time when our daily worries are magnified by the lens of an ending pandemic with still no end in sight. Uncertainty is in historic highs. There's so much newness we've had to grapple with, new experiences we've had to navigate. And in my case, I've had to go through a lot of these while physically alone. The test was further compounded in May last year when, in the middle of this pandemic, the network I work for, ABS-CBN, became the target of a clearly politically motivated move to deny us a new broadcast franchise. On May 5, 2020, we were yanked off the air on orders of the NCC as our franchise lapsed. And after a tumult of excruciating hearings on July 10, 2020, almost exactly one year ago today, our bid for a fresh franchise was denied with finality. As a journalist, even I, as I worked for the company, I, along with our editorial team on ABS-CBN News Digital, had to cover the events the most neutral way we could. Everything that was said against us, everything that was said for us, we've had to cover and capture them all. Even if, as employees, the situation has been hurting us, we were angry, we were scared. The best way I could describe it really was like watching my house set on fire. I couldn't do anything about it. And at the same time, I needed to report about it. Those moments have been the most emotionally difficult in my career. The weeks and months in the aftermath was of course even more painful. While we were already struggling through the challenges of the pandemic, we as a company and I as an employee, we've had to confront the reality that we have lost our main source of revenues. And the consequence, weeks of uncertainty about whether or not each of us still had a job when we wake up the next day. It was nerve wracking and it was so crushing. 
To date, ABS-CBN has lost 50% of its revenues from the previous year. Over 5,000 workers have had to be retrenched. Many shows had to end. Many lines of businesses had to fold. I am among the lucky ones who have been retained and the onus for us to keep the company afloat is staggering to say the least. Every single day, I look at the bright side that at least I am still employed. That I have most everything I need despite this double crisis of the pandemic and a shutdown. Since the shutdown, our audiences, including you, have seen how ABS-CBN has had to adjust to its new reality. It is now a much smaller company from the giant that it used to be. But what hasn't shrunken is the heart of its employees, the Capamilia heart, one of, the, one of service to the Filipino people. Through all the seemingly impossible challenges, we as a company re-strategized and doubled up on our efforts to stay alive. We've had to boost our pivot to, to digital um, because of the loss of our free-to-air platforms like BZMM, Channel 2, our provincial stations, and even TV+. While still nothing could replace traditional broadcasts, especially in remote areas, we grew our reach by expanding our digital presence and landed block time deals. Now, from just being shown on Channel 2 before the shutdown, ABS-CBN's programs can be seen on the Capamilia channel, on A2Z, on TV5, on YouTube, and even on Facebook. Our news content is also as visible across platforms from cable to social media. In just a few months, our entertainment channel on YouTube became the most followed in all of Southeast Asia with 35 million subscribers. Our news page on YouTube has grown to over 12 million followers. And on Facebook, we have 19.4 million. On Twitter, we have a following of 7.4 million. Indeed, in the tightest corners, we've been able to multiply. We are very much encouraged that the hunger for ABS-CBN content has not faded among our audiences and in fact there is a clamor for it powerful forces may have tried to drown us but we have stayed on the surface and we're still drawing breath and this is what i hope to leave to you today that even in moments when we feel we've already been defeated we find ourselves still in the running we're still succeeding we are still winning to the graduating class of 2021, I hope you focus on the path rather than the obstacle. Follow the light, no matter how faint. Keep the faith, you will find that job. You will make your dreams come true and you will succeed. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day, everyone. Okay, that was uh, my second um, speech uh, for for Union College. That was um, for the uh, graduates of the college level and the graduate school. So yeah, so basically, it, 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 both messages had a common thread. Um, you know, like thriving, surviving, and thriving through this pandemic, um, being able to adjust, um, being able to. Um, nurture our resilience as as a people and as individuals and as a nation of course and um, I hope that you know you picked up 
um, lesson or something, you know, one or two <laughs> from from the tips that I've shared. Um, um, and thank you for you know making the time tonight to listen to this. And um, thanks for joining us. Um, and I hope you tune in again next time. Um, next time I'm going to have my guests. Um, I'm, I, I mean, the, f- the past few weeks, I know that I have not been able to um, share the time with guests um, because, you know, people around me in my network, um, we've all been busy the past few weeks. But I promise you that, um, you know, in the weeks that are coming, we will have more guests coming on board and I'm going to give you new topics to talk about and new things to learn so um to everyone thank you for joining um and i hope you tune in again next time for those in laguna the show airs every monday on community radio 7 to 8 p.m with replays on thursdays at the same time and we also stream online and for the whitetail podcast new episodes are released on mondays Please follow and stream the show and, you know, share with your friends because we need to work together to fight fake news. You may access the YTL podcast via Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Anchor FM. And of course, you can listen for free on all of these platforms. So until next time, thank you again, everyone. I hope that you go to your vaccination centers once you are eligible for vaccination do not be scared because they're safe they're proven safe and there has been no reported um negative you know like um <coughs> adverse reaction that's really gone really bad um thank you again of uh, everyone for listening to the ytl podcast wherever you are beware of the fake stick to the truth be well everyone and stay safe good night